Hi, and welcome to the Check Your Shelves podcast. This is Roger. And Ian. And we are here today in celebration of National Poetry Month. I brought my book with me that happened to be sitting in my office, Where the Sidewalk Ends by Shel Silverstein. Kind of a, you know, obscure author you got there. I, yeah, we have several of, uh, of his things. I was told once whenever I had my hair cut short with my beard that I actually look a lot like Shel Silverstein. Well, he's kind of bathed in shadow, but it, yeah, I can see the resemblance. You have that same shaped head. Yeah. Mm. And guitar. Lack of hair and shoes. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's just kind of a fluke, considering, you know, you normally don't wear shoes. Mm. He's not wearing shoes there. No. In fact, he seems like he's really stretching his foot forward to show you the bottom of his foot. Maybe he stepped in something from, what's your book? Oh, yes. Well, that, that's a, a good segue here. So uh, my book is I Could Pee on This and Other Poems by Cats by Francesco Marciliano. That's an odd name for a cat. Francesco. Huh. Well, I mean, cats have all sorts of strange names. I mean, you can name a cat anything. Well, I guess. They, don't, they can't really argue about it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm going to actually do a reading uh, from a random page here. Well, I already picked one. because. Go ahead, Roger, if you're so antsy about it. I am antsy. Mine is the edge of the world. Okay. Columbus said the world is round. Don't you believe a, Don't you believe a word of that? For I've been down the, to the edge of the world, set on the edge where the wild wind whirled, peeked over the ledge where the blue smoke curls, and I can tell you, boys and girls, the world is flat. Now, I picked this because I was wondering if maybe that's where people got that flat earth science from. So is this factual? Well, I believe that he wrote fiction poems, but maybe they're nonfiction. I mean, there's a picture, though. An illustration, rather. There is. There's a dog follow, following through. There's a girl on the edge. She's looking over it. I mean... There's so, a fire hydrant that the dog's trying to get to that's not connected to anything. Well, I mean, if there's nothing below, what's the, what's the point? Why don't you just do your business into the nothing? Assuming it doesn't just come all the way back around. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of implications here. Um, and I, for one, am glad that someone is finally, you know, sticking up for the flat earth movement. Yeah, I believe that he probably was... I mean, I'm sure if we read his biography, we'd find out that he was a forerunner of flat earth obviously uh, it's it's a brilliant work really i mean it, it's the kind and of he was that, a poet i know you didn't know it did you make that up still? <laughs> i did i did you're like a poet but you did know it isn't that I, wild <laughs> I, it is wild it is wild <laughs> wow what a day. You learn a whole lot about yourself. What a day, which is also a poem in here. What a day. Oh, what a day. My baby brother ran away, and now my tuba will not play. I am eight years old and turning gray. Oh, what a day. What a day. And in the illustration, I don't know if, if people hers. got the context, but the little brother is stuck in the tuba. Um, oh, is he? Yeah, he's right is it there. his nose? Yeah. That's so. a lot of uh, spirals for a uh, tuba. Actually, I think it's called a sousaphone. 
Uh, like when, when Dr. Seuss? No, well, sort of, but uh, like it's the one that wraps around your body, I'm pretty sure it's called a sousaphone. Yeah. Uh, and a tuba is the one that you kind of like hold in front of you. That's a trombone. Oh, uh, you don't. The movement that you just made. You don't move. Cannot, uh, oh, yeah, I forget that we don't live stream this. Yeah, which is for the best. Probably so. Probably so. Um, we have some critters looking inward. But anyway, speaking of critters, here's my, this is a cat proverb, and this, uh, I believe, uh, dates back to ancient Sumeria. Um, it says, well, first it's entitled work. They say there are 24 hours in a day, but I'm only up for three of them, and two I consider over time. Now, this that is, is a, profound. Right? Is that about a cat or yeah, about? Yeah, it's, it's a cat's proverb. Or about me? Well, you know, they they say that like, people connect to animals very, very uh, closely sometimes. Although I do know you do not have a cat. No. So, I I don't know if you're like compensating for that by by doing so. the cat like behaviors myself. Yeah. Sometimes uh, if I see like a glass of water on my table, I just knock it off. Yeah. Um, little known fact. Um, each one of Roger's toilets at home is actually just filled with sand, and uh, he just it's, buries it. And it's, it's really, really bizarre. Well, I, it's the water conservation movement from a while back. I don't know if you remember. Uh, but water is not a finite resource. Or wait a minute. It is a finite resource. Is it? However you want to look at it. In science class, we learned that water, actually, the same amount of water molecules has always been on the Earth. Okay. And it just replenishes. But for some reason, people say that water is running out. So I don't know who to believe. But well, but anyway, I thought that you can't go wrong with sand. <laughs> yeah, it's, so I don't know if it's necessarily that the water is running out so much as that it's being like stockpiled by people who are maybe going to charge us for it. Dasani? Uh, Nestle? Nestle was who I was coming to mind, but... You know, we don't, uh, we don't need... No, we don't, we're not We're not sponsored by Nestle. Yeah. yeah. Unless they would like to sponsor yeah, us. I will sell my soul to Nestle. For the right uh, price. Yeah, just for the record, if you were listening right now, uh, if you make an offer, I will most likely accept it. Um, Even if it's only a coupon for 24 waters? Keep that in mind. Um, anyway, I, I think this uh, cat poem book is hilarious. And as much as I want to check it out, I'm going to leave it unchecked out for um, any of our avid listeners who are also thinking, like, you know, their palms are getting really sweaty, and they're like, man, i got to get my gribblers on that. Uh, I could pee on this book. Well, and I would like to point out that even though that is a library book entitled I Could Pee on This, it has not been peed on yet. Yeah, no. So it, it is perfectly safe to take home. Well, I mean, if it was... It would, yeah, you could still take it home if it was peed on. Well, yeah, but it would you be probably different. Wouldn't like yeah, it would, it would change things, probably. Like the content of the book? Uh, well, I have peed on Technically, this. yes, because it would have more content. It would have. It'd be heavier. Yeah, but, but um, it is a cool book. I have seen that book before, and it's it's a perfect size to take with you on a trip. Well, it fits in your purse nicely. I've got a cat adage here. This is called Play. Life is a hallway meant to be explored one barely head-sized hole at a time that is that's deep is, yeah is profound hashtag deep um nudge 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 
your glass just shattered onto the floor. See, that's what I was talking about. That happens to me all the time. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's like a yellow stain in this, but I believe it is a, merely an artistic choice. Oh, yeah, I, I think so. Hold on. Uh, so, what other poems do we have? Surely, the, surely our, our options for poetry here at the library are not limited to Shel Silverstein and his flat earth propaganda and or... Um, Feline-based rhymes and sometimes not rhymes. Now, I believe that you could actually use some of our online resources and find a lot of poems, for one. Maybe on a Hoopla, perhaps the Ohio Digital Library. Also, there's some databases out there on our website. But a few favorites of mine that come to, is William Blake. I've always enjoyed William Blake poems. They're quite long and wordy. Because that's the era he comes from. But the great thing about his is they come with very great artwork. Because he was also a visual artist. Yeah, there's a lot of... I'm here on Hoopla right now. I, I just search for, for poems. And there's there's quite a few that uh, seem very interesting. Um, all available through our uh, your library card. Mm -hmm. And right now, if you follow the library's Facebook, there is a poem slash employee spotlight where every employee has bared their soul and gave the viewing audience their favorite poem for them to enjoy. Now, um, I believe we also have a, a bit of a contest going out on the floor right now. We've got some paint chips out there, some color swatches. What's going on with that, Roger? It's called paint chip poetry, and I now I have not participated myself just yet because the favorite my favorite shade of blue is not out there. But but you know I tried. Which which shade is that? Cerulean blue. Cerulean blue. That's like kind of a light blue, right? Kind of like turquoise. Yeah, kind of. Not as bright, maybe. Not as bright, I don't believe. But at either rate, I believe that you get inspired by the piece of paint chip in front of you, maybe the the title of the paint because they all have weird colors like like this office for example. I think it's like nautical blue or I can see that. Something like that. So it's anyway, fishy. so you could use that as your inspiration and you tie that into your little poem that you write on your paint chip or maybe just go with just the broad blue. So is this just for fun? What what's uh or or are we competing? I have not uh, I have not put my chip in, <laughs> so to speak. I believe it is just for fun, and I'm sure that maybe the employee that came up with this idea has some sort of library swag to pass out to the best poem. Now, yeah, I believe we'll we'll be having a drawing at the end of the month, correct, for, for the best poem? That would probably make more sense. Maybe just a random drawing. Yeah, well... I've not been very inquisitive with her method of winning quite yet. I do know that we have not contracted with any professional poem judges. So, and, you know, there so I'm sure it'll be more of just a luck of the draw. We'll probably just draw out somebody who participated and they will yeah. win a Well, I mean, there's nice so many price. of them, like, you know, around the poem experts that... Uh, we could probably just, you know, you can't, you can't throw a rock. The problem with a poem, well, the out. problem with them though is they are, they're, they're very plentiful, but they are always just so busy because they're in high demand. Yeah, 
everyone's you like, just don't, can you judge my poems? Like, I'm tied up from yeah. 23 hours tomorrow. I just People, like, want their poems judged for free, too. Mm-hmm. Which is... I mean, you go to you go to school for years and years and years to be able to judge poems, and then suddenly people, I mean, it's like you see on the street, and they're like, "Oh man, you judge poems here. Uh, mm-hmm. Roses are red, violets are blue," and they're just like, "Oh my gosh." I've heard this poem over and over. Yeah, I mean, it's. You horrible. have? You heard that one? Mm-hmm. I just made that up on the spot. No, I've heard it before. What? I think that's the thing. Is it was plagiarized? What? It turns out that all works of the English language—they're all plagiarized out of the dictionary. Every word is in the dictionary. I don't know if that's true, Roger. They're just moved around on different... What if I came up with, like, Glorbschnack right now and... Uh, hold on, this. That's funny that you should say that, because in this book, what? I have noticed that Shel Silverstein sometimes, if he can't get a word to rhyme, he just makes up a word, like kerplop. That's a word. Kerplop is, like, is an onomatopoeia. Or... He, he ain't no Dr. Seuss, who is a was a magician at making up words. Well, okay, let me let me have another minute here. Let me find something else. Like, do you know what a Lorax is? Cuz I do, and it's not Yeah, in from Dr. Seuss. Do you think it's not in the dictionary? Lorax? I I would be shocked if the word Lorax was in the dictionary. In fact, hold on. Well, I'm not saying that Dr. Seuss or Mr. Geisel if you will, did not make up words, but I'm not saying he's the only one. Okay, how about a flying festoon? What do you mean? Festoon is a word. Is it? Yeah, festoon. Festoon. Well, hold on. My, uh... Festoon. Let's see here. Festoon is a string or chain of flowers, foliage, ribbons, etc., suspended in a curve between two points. So it's kind of like a banner, almost. But this is a bird. Flying, the flying festoon. It's not a banner. So, so apparently, uh, Mr. Silverstein doesn't uh, doesn't know how to use. You can't just use words that sound good. I mean, that's that's how you get stuff like the festoon. Not making any sense in the context that Lorax is not in the dictionary, by the way. Hmm. Doesn't exist. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that win. You're, you're welcome. What about the Glurpy Slurpy Skago Girl? Well, you got me there. That sounds positively. No, look at that thing. If that is not a. a, a what is this called? A skakagrawl? Man, that looks exactly like a skakagrawl. That's the one that's in my nightmares. It looks like some sort of troll monster, maybe, or an ogre. Um, But I don't really know what the difference between a troll and an ogre is. I imagine one of them lives in a cave and the other doesn't. Maybe, I don't know. They all go to Walmart at night. That's true. Uh, But anyway, I think this podcast has kind of gone a a little far... Away from our target, like, typical. Yeah, so... So, uh, I guess back to the point. We do have... It is National Poetry Month, and we're here to celebrate by... For one, we have poem books that you can pick out. We have digital resources, and we have a... Little contest. Yeah, a contest. So, you got hands-on activities. 
Yeah, you can write your own poems. You actually don't even need to write it on a paint chip. Uh, well, you kind of do for the for the contest, but um, in general, you don't really have to write your poems on a paint chip. In fact, I think most people choose not to. I think the the minority probably is writing on paint chips. Yes. Yes. Uh, probably. You know, I don't think Shel Summerstein ever did, but you know, once again, we're kind of kind of losing track of. Them. Yes. So, anyway, to tie this up. We would like to invite you to the library to check out some poetry books, enter our contest. Write your own. Write your own. We will be back in a couple weeks to talk about probably murder mysteries. Yeah, uh, we are planning on killing someone. It's Um, still mystery who. Yeah, so, you know, watch yourselves. So, yeah, one lucky listener (laughs) will get a knock on their door. And that'll be the last knock they'll hear on their door. So, yeah. so, so it's a kind of a win and kind of a loss. At the this same is time. really, really exciting, Roger. Yes, yes. So anyway, check out our website, jacksoncitylibrary.org. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Jackson City Library. You can also stop in the library, 21 Broadway Street, Jackson, Ohio. Represent. You can call us at 740-286-4111. That's a lot of numbers, Roger. And a good joke that I heard earlier. You can also send us an airmail, but you'll need a very strong arm. <laughs>